Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Hi, this episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by Bluehost Hosting, unlimited space, unlimited hosting, unlimited bandwidth. Check it out today at nlcast.com slash bluehost. Also brought to you in part by listeners Drew Covert, Anna Silva, Joshua Kessie, Tamara Selleck, Januz Jarasabach, Ryan Stallings, and Tom Tharp. This show's for all y'all. I got a bad feeling about this. No! Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, this is Nobody's Listening, the show where we tell funny life stories, and yeah, like she said, uh, episode 182 brought to the week of November 8th, 2011. I'm your host, my name is James, and with me is John. Hey, it's May 30th, Sign Clobber. How you doing, John? Well, thank you for welcoming me back there, James, and I... Uh, Thanks. It's not May 30th. I, no. I pulled up the wrong show notes. <laughs> I forgot. It's been so long. Yeah, it has been. It's been a while. How long has it been? Well, actually? it hasn't been since May 30th. I don't know. It's only been a, like <laughs> a couple of weeks. I'm sorry. I had stuff going on. You know, I have yeah. a job and when my job calls, everything else has to go down. So we're glad to be back. We missed you, everybody out mm. there in podcast people world. And we hope you missed us. And uh, congratulations so. on on making it back. Uh, we always start with an opening song, and this one, man, I went all over the place. I wanted to play the new Chuck Testa song by uh, Shmoho Yoho, the Gregory Brothers. Okay. Then I found out that Rumi had covered it, and I love that guy's voice. Then I found this. So this is what we're playing. This was the triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. Best cover I've ever heard. It's hard to Yes, I love these Swedes. Are they Swedish? Yeah. Aperture science. It's just awesome. so sweet. Sweet. We do what we mm. must because yeah. we can. Because. For the good For. of all of us, except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mystic. You just oh, yeah. try until you run out of. It's a song that never gets old. That's right. I'm not even angry. Key change. Oh, yeah. Way to go. So right Sorry, the chat room's asking us to stop talking. <laughs> we have to talk. This keeps us from getting sued. That's right. Yeah. We'll have, to, we'll have the link in the show notes. Yeah. Because if we, if we don't talk... Then you don't need to buy it in iTunes. Right. Yeah. 
of that. Oh. Nice. I love that. Just stay inside. Oh, I'm so jealous of that. Maybe you'll find someone else to help you. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe that means He's got the cake. That was a joke. I don't know why he's got a crowbar in the video. Because in the video game, he's using a crowbar to smash. No, I think you were thinking of of another game. But that's okay. Oh, no, you know what? what? I was thinking of the right game. I was thinking of alternate endings. Oh. Somebody videotaped or you know made their own little movie I got using you. the game to smash that computer that they hated so bad. Oh well, anyway, so. I hope you enjoyed that. We'll have a link in the show notes. Of course, that was uh, still live cover by our one of our favorite groups, Rumi. And I don't know that we've ever played Rumi on Nobody's Listening before. Uh, back you know in the Brokey days, we did, but. Uh, I, I hope you guys will enjoy and check out and subscribe to Rumi and tell him nobody's listening sent you because we'd love to have yes. his uh, his accent on the show. So, dude, that would be a great score. I think we could do it too. I think we could. What do if it. you wrote us a theme song? Do you oh. think Rob Gobers would ever forgive us? No. <laughs> that, mm. would, that would rock. Uh, hey, it's time for this weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> Update. Okay, so I, I broke down. Um, those of you that listen to Q-Hog know that I have debated for a while on what to do about the differing cues um, that I have with my kids on Netflix uh, right. streaming. I have a certain type of movie and stuff and shows and TV shows, and then they have their little kitty shows. Well, I broke down and got them their own account. And I hooked up their Wii to it, blah, blah, blah. And now they awesome. can watch all PG and under shows and, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, well, the, one of the first shows that we popped up was a, a movie I was familiar with. It's actually a documentary. It doesn't have a word in it. But it's called Microcosmos, and it's about bugs. And I highly suggest oh, yeah. it. Yeah. It's great. I've used it for years for object lessons and stuff when, when teaching kids. Um, but it has lots of little scenes in it with, with bugs, just up close and sound effects and all this. Anyway, we're watching it, and there was this whole thing on ants. And my daughter you know, has a big heart. She's like John, except worse. And Aww. yeah, she loves people Thanks. even more. But um, so she's looking at these ants and they're they're carrying all these these seeds and stuff and they're putting them away. And she's like, oh, because she's getting why the anthill exists. You know, she's seeing the tunnels underneath. And, yeah. and she's like, wow, I did not know that ants work that hard, she says. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they store up for the winter and all this kind of stuff. She says, man, oh, they work so hard. I wish I could be nice to them, but it's just not working out that way. <laughs> <laughs> It's just not going to work out. She's not working out. She's like, yeah, because they keep trying to bite me, and I have to keep stepping on them. So, you know, (laughs) ants, If any ants that listen to the show, just spread the word to your friends. If you uh, want to stay alive around my daughter, just be nice to her. Don't bite her. (laughs) Anyway. 
Yeah. I didn't Brilliant. know I didn't know ants worked so hard. Yeah. I really wish I could I be wish nice I could be nicer to him, but it's just not working out. <laughs> so I was pretty I was pretty happy with her. She always she's good for a for good for a laugh once in a while. So uh John, what do you have? What are you bringing to the table today, weekly update wise? Well, since you brought a kid story. Yay. I will not. Oh. Unless you want me to, because my kids are full of hilarity. But I think I think later on in the show we'll have a chance to talk about that. I'm guessing. Yeah. Because I'm not really sure what our theme is tonight. Anyways. Um you know in my conversations, bathrooms all often come about. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, bathrooms are a funny place to me. I mean, it's it's probably the only place that it's acceptable to do the things that I enjoy doing, like breaking wind and whatnot. Right, right. But you always feel like you shouldn't. You know, you're like if you're in there, you're like, well, if I if I fart, uh, people are going to laugh at me because I know that if it was me listening, I'd be laughing at them. <laughs> but uh, I was in a bathroom the other day, and there's just something unique about it, and uh, not really the bathroom in, in general, but. Um, I was in there and just doing my business, you know, like you do. Yeah. And uh, this one of these executives walks in, and he's got his suit on and his tie, and, and he's doing his business. You know, it's a stand-up job kind of business that yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. So yeah. we're there standing next to each other. and, and That's, dude that's out, called paperwork, by the way. Business is actually sitting down like you're at a desk and, and ah, doing things. And it involves so, paperwork? Yeah, we should – yeah, that's true. You're okay. right. Okay. Okay. Well, let's fix that. What what should I call this stand up job? Um, a standing yeah. meeting. Okay. We were we were having a standing meeting. There you go. There was no conversation going on between me and and Mister Executive over there. It was just a standing silent meeting until he lets this huge one go. And you know when you want to laugh, but <laughs> but you can't because yeah. you know obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, I think farting at the at the stalls is illegal. I mean, at, the, at the urinals, yeah. Not unless you want to get laughed at, because it's funny. <laughs> it echoes in that room, I don't, and things happen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I would laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do. It's so hard. Well, I had to wait till he, till I was done, and and I had to wash my hands really fast, and then walk out of the bathroom, uh-huh. uh, and 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 go laugh in private where I could get the laughter out of my system. But it's just funny because, you know, somebody in a suit and a tie that's an executive, you just don't expect that out of them. Right, yeah. But you know that he was probably in a meeting for a long time and he just needed to let off some steam. (laughs) 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 And so he did in my presence. And little does he know that I I have a hard time not laughing at that noise. You know, it it seems like – when uh, an executive, if you make a certain amount of money and you have a certain type of suit you, when you fart, it should sound like the <laughs> beginning of the final countdown by Europe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would just be so rad. That could be an upgrade you could get, you know. Dude, and, that and, would be so cool. On your anal sphincter. You've only got a $400 suit. My $500 suit plays the Emperor <laughs> March. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I think yeah. I think the ladies would really like that even more if they could have you know the wedding march play or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh. 
And somehow it should be able to tell you when it's coming, and it could just start. <laughs> It'd be like the trumpet volunteer. If you know what that song is, no, sing it for me. Oh, it's not. It's a trumpet song. Oh, I don't remember. It, it's they play it a lot at weddings. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you sounded so smart for a minute, John. Deckum you, oh, trumpet volunteer. I'm getting it mixed up with the fanfare for the common man, which is a Aaron Copeland classical song that's also used features the trumpet, but trumpet volunteer. Okay, I'm officially too stupid to talk to you. So, um, speaking of too stupid, hey chat room, how you doing? How you doing, guys? Uh, we got some people in the chat room tonight. We got about 16 folks in there, so let me holler at some of them. Uh, I see Archid Tokorikakaka, Doxon, Doctor Quest, seventy seven, J Man ninety four, Joseph Steinklobber. I don't know who that is. Elizabeth Grace, Hi. Moonbeam Bubble Ninja Boy, Sir Tyklin, uh, the Angry Bird, Ryan seventy six, Ashley's in there, and a whole bunch of other people, uh, including some uh, 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 anonymous folks. Thank you for joining us. You can join us every Tuesday night at nine thirty p.m. Eastern, six thirty p.m. Pacific, and we would love it. If you did, that would be really cool. Yeah. News. Hey, just a little bit of news real quick. Uh, we have a new podcast. We've told you about it, so it's not so new. Actually, we just did episode four last week. It is called Q-Hog, and it records every Thursday at 9.30 p.m. Uh, you can check it out at QHog.com. John, I got some news for you. Q-Hog yeah. is now in new and notable in the family and kids section of iTunes. <laughs> That awesome? Well, that is cool. Yeah, it's not our main category, but hey, I'll take what I can get. I'm still looking over there at TV and film and hoping we jump in there. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, so you don't like submit it to anything in particular? No, just you do. Up and, you do. Oh, okay. Um, but but you get a secondary category as well. And so, oh. um, for instance, and nobody's so, listening is secondary secondarily listed in uh, kids and family too. So wow, um, yeah, that's yeah. how we get found. That's right. So anyway, um, if you would do us a favor, go over there to uh, qhog.com or look us up in iTunes and uh, subscribe and give it a listen. The show is about Netflix television, streaming television. And uh, if you're into Netflix uh, or would like to be, go in there and check it out. And we'll probably be talking about a show you've enjoyed or one you've never heard of that you would. And uh, me and John Steinklobber are on there. Along with Eric Fisher and uh, a, f- a newcomer to the show uh, called uh, Doctor Quest, and I Dr. know him as Christopher Titchnell. So we're excited; it's going to be awesome. He will not be there Thursday, though, for the, for when we talk oh, about yeah. like this week. We're talking about Better Off Ted, and um, Better Off, and it's pretty pretty funny show already. I'm enjoying it. So yeah, uh, we want the Rockford Files. Oh yes, yes. I have not for cracked that book yet, but we. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Hey, um, next order of business is the Minecraft prize. We've been trying to give away John's spare Minecraft uh, account for quite a while, and everybody that we chose for mm-hmm. the con- for the contest either had one or had no interest in it or something like that. Um, so we decided to give it to the runner-up, and the runner-up is John. Well, the runner-up was Quinn Anderson. Yay! And I contacted Quinn Anderson, Yeah, and he said – and I should read it because it's very kind. He said very nice things uh, to us and about us. Cool. He said, 
I do recall the contest, blah, blah, blah. He says, however, I do have to say that I am in a similar situation where work is long and time with my family is scarce. That being said, I'm unable to use the code. I I can't give this code away. So he did thank us and he said we will be hearing from him again, which I do appreciate because he's got some really good stories that are sometimes difficult to get through. Um, So I went through my random calculatorizer. Uh Uh-huh. And got the third runner up, <laughs> yes. which is, and I, and I think he's in the chat room tonight, J-Man. J-Man. J-Man 94. All right. He sent us a story in with the April Fool's prank. So J-Man 94, if you are listening or if you're in the chat room, uh, send me your email or I'll just dig through the, the uh, He uh, seems the bag. happy. He seems happy. Oh, yep. He's there. He said woot. So you're the winner, my friend. All right. So J-Man 94, it will finally be getting... Dad gone. Minecraft to play. I know. I thought we had so, a yeah, curse. That was, that was tough. It was very tough. Was tough uh, to get that sent. Hey, um, last bit of news. Uh, we have uh, apps in the iPhone and the Android uh, marketplaces, so please go check them out for weekly bonus content and all that kind of stuff. We'd love for you to do that and support the show. And if you'd like to sponsor a show of your own, um, you can go over there to nlcast.com or podcast.nlcast.com, and for five bucks a show, you can uh, have your shout out mentioned at the or the, your name shouted out at the beginning of the show, or for ten dollars you could holler out your business, your website, or a message of some kind. So that's something we're doing. We're shifting the way we do sponsorships back to the way we used to. And uh, so anyway, if you'd like to sponsor the show, please do, and you'll be helping out, uh, keeping nobody's listening free and awesome. Those things are both necessary. Okay, so it's time for this, people. Featured story. All right, today's featured story is going to be a collaboration of stories between John and I. Um, we didn't get to do a Halloween episode this year, and that was really sad for me. So what yeah. I figured we could do is kind of catch up and talk about um, any and all things that happened in the last few weeks relating to Halloween. Now, what was going on in my world, and let me explain why we didn't do a show, is because I was doing something called the Odyssey, and those in the chat room will see I'm actually wearing the official Odyssey T-shirt. It was a big uh, tour um, that we built from scratch, and it was an acting thing. It was it was like for kids to go through, and they they went through the Bible basically from Genesis all the way through to the maps, and um, it was non scary, and it was candy in each room that was themed to the lesson, mm-hmm. and they like got to walk inside of the whale to meet Jonah, and you know all this kind of stuff. So it was. Really Really detailed and very successful, very very uh, fun to do, and uh, but it it just evaporated all my time for you know a good month. So, yes, so I can understand that. But one night, one night I was out there working because it was a lot of twelve hour days. I was working uh, late, and the nine o'clock hour had come and gone, and it was time for me to head home. And I heard down the hall in the young adults room that there were some people practicing. Just singing and playing the piano and all this kind of <laughs> stuff, and I was like, I need to tell them that I'm leaving because I gotta, you know, I gotta kick them out of here and and lock up the place and put the, you know, what do they, what do they call it, the uh, the the alarm, you know, set the alarm and all this kind of stuff. So I go yes. to open the door and the door is locked, and I'm like, okay, I know there's a guy and a girl in there, so that's weird, <gasps> and the door is locked, so that's weird. This is weird. So I start mm-hmm. jig, I start jiggling the handle a little bit. And I realize um, immediately that they have stopped singing, and and like in mid in mid howl, it just <laughs> dried up. The piano stopped. 
and there's dead silence on the other side of the of the door. So I'm like, you know what? I'm freaking them out on accidents. This is where I'm going to go. I'm going to go ahead and do this. So even though I'm pulling out keys and, and about to open the door, um, and I don't want to scare them too bad, um, I start moaning. <laughs> <laughs> and, and silence, silence, silence. I just hear whispers. What is that? It's and, a demon. There's a demon in the church. And I, I pull out the wrong key, so I do end up extending it. I'm, I'm shaking the door. I'm beating on the wall. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and I'm like, surely I'm being so, I'm exaggerating this thing so much. I'm making it so obvious. There is no way that they're thinking that there's really a zombie out here. But when I finally, when I finally um, get the door open, I kid you not, there the lady that was singing is standing three feet from the door with the big old giant chair in her hand, <laughs> arched back over her head like like no a like way. a baseball <laughs> player, ready to cream me. I'm surprised she didn't. Your head off. She was gonna knock my full head off. My brains was gonna <laughs> splatter. And I'm telling you, I walked in as I was realizing this, and I and and <laughs> and I'm surprised she didn't hurt me. You know, I, if I had seen what I, you know, because it takes what a full second for your for you to respond to what you see, you know, in your head and yeah. all that stuff. I was already well into the the room by the time. But one thing I did notice right away is that it was the lady standing near the door with the chair in her hand, not the gentleman who was playing the piano. <laughs> he was more than happy to sit behind the piano and let her come on up and take one for the team there. So uh, <laughs> I was like, well, hats off to him. I, you know, I don't know what was going on. Maybe I think they were legitimately practicing. I do. But if there was any kind of romantic spark growing, I think I killed it by accident <laughs> right there. Cause it. she's dreaming about him and her and having children. And all of a sudden <laughs> zombies attack him, <laughs> and he leaves her and the kids behind and runs for the hills. <laughs> She probably they were probably singing together. She yeah. had her hand on oh. his shoulder, just worshiping together, yes. having a grand time. This is just it's the scary. Lord. Yeah, it is the Lord. The Lord is showing you that He is not the one. Oh. <laughs> you should have stuck your arm in and just kind of shook it a little bit. Oh, and she then, would have chopped my arm off at the wrist, man. Haven't that's you seen okay. that? You got two. No. <laughs> No, no, that's awesome. But I really did. I freaked them out, man. They thought, well, you know, there's just something weird about places, and churches aren't the only place. I used to think it was only churches, but places that any place that's usually full of people that's suddenly not um, is freaky. Like a theater, theaters. Uh, I would say An abandoned building, museums, um, even your own house. When John, I'm sure you can relate to this. When your family's hey. just gone. Your house becomes yeah, you a very spooky talk place. About my scary house. Yeah, I might get scared, and there's people in here right now, so we can we can so we can move on to a yeah, different. So those, those them people, you know. <laughs> well, I told you, my mom for some reason I don't know why she thought this was necessary to tell an eight year old, but she told me when I was a kid, and she was real spiritual, you know, Christian woman and all this, but a little over the edge. And uh, one thing she told me, she says, James, um, when the people leave the church, that's when the demons come back. <laughs> oh. And so all the demons that have been cast out. Yeah, yeah, because they're scared of, you know, Christians apparently, you know. And so they come back in when we leave 
And so from then on, I'm 38 years old, people. And still, when I walk down or I walk into a bathroom at the church, I walk down a hall that's dark. <laughs> I'm like, hello, demons. How are you? And it occurred to I'm me the other day. <laughs> it occurred to me the other day um, <laughs> it, 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 that I, I never put myself in the Christian category. I've always just automatically assumed that the demons did not mind me being there. Because <laughs> according to my mom's <laughs> logic, if I'm in the church, then the Christian is there and the demons would stay gone. But I have, I've never, <laughs> I've never given myself that power. You know, I've, <laughs> so mm. anyway. Wow. Oh, <laughs> scary. Churches are scary. Yes, yes. Anyway, yeah. So, what do you, do you have any good Halloween uh, time stories? Well, yeah, I, I kind of do. Um, I, my sons, this was the very first time that they ever got to go trick or treating. Mm. Oh, cool. And so, yeah, it was a big deal. I mean, it was a big deal for me. It's a I lot had, of fun. I'd been only trick or treating once in my life, and that was when I was like 12. And uh, so that was a long time ago. So, I got to be the dad. That walk the kids around and let them go to the really? door, door. Your mom, stuff. Your, yeah. your wife lets you do that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Some she usually likes to be last dad, year. She was year. the dad. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. No. Um, so, so we, you know, we, we, we had to decide where we going to dress these kids up as. So we went through, you know, a list of things, and finally, finally, we made a decision. These two guys are going to be Batman and Robin. Mm. And so I dressed them up as Batman and Robin. And um, my boys get along pretty good, you know, most of the time. But usually the older one will do a little something to irritate the younger one. Yeah, that's his job. Who is two. Yeah, you know, this big brother job. So the, the, the two boys are walking down the street just being happy and stuff. And the older one starts messing with the younger one. And the younger one decides to mess back with the older one. And it's just – I wish I had it on tape. Because it's funny to see a little Robin beating up a big Batman. <laughs> just, you know, just a little kid, little capes waving in the breeze, a happy moment. And then Robin with his pail of candy just whack his brother. <laughs> Batman who just isn't tough enough. No. Uh, but, you know, that it's, it's not as good as a good zombie scare. No, I think it's awesome because it's visual. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that's not the way it's supposed to be if anybody's yeah. supposed to crack somebody upside the head it's supposed to be batman so yeah <laughs> little robin it just kind goes of funny rabid and just beats up on yeah it's awesome <laughs> it's 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 funny to see batman shudder in fear at his boy wonder <laughs> <laughs> but they were a good pair they were a good pair they did a good job next year i'm thinking of going you know maybe dressing them up as uh something mm. from star wars oh, do they always have to rhyme though don't do that to them well i was thinking i could dress one of them up as leah since he used to <laughs> princess <laughs> leia dresses. and then breast the other one up as as breast, luke skywalker Press the other one. yeah yeah and and then that way I could go as as Darth Vader and then say I am their father. Oh. And that would be totally awesome, right? I've got a dream that me and my wife and all the kids all go in the same costume. Like, <laughs> like we all dress not together in like a multi head. I mean we all dress we pick a costume, Thomas the train. All- I don't even care what it would be, but we would all wear the same costumes. Like Oh dude, I am so going to 
call your wife and tell her that she needs to pick like Lady Gaga or Dude, something. I would I dress as Lady Gaga. <laughs> I would do it. I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> At least with it a year away and for many, plenty of time to uh, to change prepare. up. Yeah. To, to lose, lose the pride. <laughs> I, was, I was born this way. Now, plenty of time to lose the proper amount of weight and all that kind of stuff. So, but who knows? In a year from now, she may look exactly like me as I am now. So, who knows? Oh, with so, the beard and all. Yeah. Awesome. So many people think you know that she is a dude. So, I don't. Oh, man. But uh, <laughs> no, they don't. Okay. Um. Uh. What was I going to say? Oh, mine. Um. Okay. Part of my job with the Odyssey uh, was doing everything, but I also had to create by hand for the first time in my life, really, uh, four puppets. Uh, I made a, a four and a half foot octopus puppet with eight legs and, you know, the whole thing. And um, I made a fish puppet. I made a starfish puppet and I made a snake puppet. And uh, two of them were blacklight puppets. So people in all black, cool. you know, were behind Let me them. Guess. And, it was the octopus and the fish. The octopus and the starfish. Actually, oh. you're close. The, the fish hung out with with the Jonah to give him somebody to talk to in the mouth of the fish, uh, the, the the whale, and the snake was uh, Garden of Eden. So, and all the puppeteers did really great. But my my son, you know, and daughter got to watch me, you know, hand stitch every single one of these things over the course of about three weeks, and. Uh, and I'd bring them home and be watching TV while I'm sewing and and this kind of stuff. And what really took so long was doing all the the skin, you know, because foam the foam work was hard, wasn't that hard, but covering it with the the fleece and then stitching every Ooh, seam yeah. and having to learn how to do it and perfecting it as you went along. So my my son just absolutely three year old son fell in love with these puppets and he's like, Daddy, Daddy, um, you know, what are these for and what are you doing yeah. and this that and the other. And then it became once he understood that he was like, You need to bring them home after Odyssey. You need to bring them home. I want them at home. And uh, so that was a big thing. I'm like, I don't, well, I don't know, man. I don't know that we'll be able to do that because I'm going to put them in storage and the other. And he didn't mm-hmm. care. He's just like, I want, them. I want the puppets. I want puppets at home. He loved them. Oh, he just thought they were so cute and all this. Well, finally, the Odyssey happens. You know, it's Halloween night. He goes through. He sees all these things. Um, and we're driving home. And he, he looks at me. I mean, he doesn't look at me. He's in the back seat. But he, I could just tell he had this weird, skewed up look on his face. And he goes, Daddy. You made the puppets talk. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I did. You know, they were talking. Did you make them talk? You make them talk? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, these three, he don't know any such thing as a puppeteer. He believed them. They came alive. The puppets oh, was alive. Man. And he's like, okay. Um, and he, you know, after he kind of sat back there and I could just tell that thing was simmering on the back mm. burner of his mind. Well, that night when his mom's putting him to bed, he uh, he'd saying his prayers and all that, and afterwards he looks at my wife. He says, "I don't want them puppets to come home anymore." And she <laughs> says, "Really?" He says, "Yeah," because they was talking. And he says, "If uh, he says they might look at me, well, and and if I touch them, they might get mad." So <laughs> we 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 have decided as a family we're not going to bring puppets home. Uh, at the house, so you know they're alive now, and uh, they're, they're, it's like my daughter with the uh, Pixar lamp. If you remember, yes, yes. What if it turns its head and looks? At yeah. Me? So they they might look at me, and if I touch them, they might get mad. So before he could have done anything he wanted to to them, treated them like a stuffed animal, but now he realizes they have personalities, they have will, they are self aware. He 
he said he said that you he knew that you did the voice. No, he he. All right, in the magical world of a three year old, that he didn't. He, I wasn't doing the voices. I was with him while other people were oh. doing the voices oh. as he oh. saw the event happen, and so he. But he still thinks his dad made that happen. Like I, <laughs> I turned them into talking you life into them. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's it. That's what happened. Um, uh, speaking of of uh, the Pixar. Uh, thing for those of you that aren't familiar, my daughter uh, told me one time I had to get a lamp out of her room. I said, "Why?" She says, "Because I'm afraid it will turn its head and look at me and turn on." And I was like, "What in the world? What, what a weird thing to be scared of!" I removed the lamp, and it wasn't until I watched Cars with her later on that I saw the Pixar logo, where the lamp jumps on the eye, turns its head, looks at you, and turns on. My daughter's mm-hmm. scared. She she's not scared of zombies. She's not scared of of anything. But she's scared of the dumb Pixar logo. Well, um, so the other night I took this lamp. No, you did. Yes, I did. And I stretched it out and me and the lamp went walking around the house <laughs> <laughs> right after I put her to bed. And that lamp, I had him looking down <laughs> just like he does. And I had him poke You're out from around punk. the corner and then I had him look up at her. <laughs> and she, all I hear, I couldn't see her. That's the only bad thing. All I hear though is, is I hear, <gasps> And apparently she was out of bed, which she wasn't supposed to be, because when I looked around the corner, she was laying flat on her back with her head up against the edge of the bed, like she had fallen over, <laughs> hit her head, and still didn't care, because this freaking Pixar lamp <laughs> was coming in uh, in to get her. <laughs> and uh, so then I decided to test her mom out, and I hid behind the door while she took the uh, dog out, and the Pixar lamp came out from behind the door when she... Uh, when she came in and she screamed and I was like, well, you can't make fun of your daughter. You know, we know where she gets it from now. And she says, I'm, she says, it's context, James, it's context. I'm scared of the lamp in the context of a lamp. It's not supposed to be stalking me from behind a door. But I think it made it a little less scary because it didn't have a light bulb. It had one of them twisty goo ones in there. You know what I'm talking about? Like the one that looks like it was squeezed out of a, of a soft serve ice cream machine. Yeah. Yeah. So well, That's weird. You should. You need. You need your own reality show. That's all I'm saying. That's true. Cameras in your house all the time. That'd be the bomb, dude. I'm always picking on my kids. Like they went to go take a bath tonight. <laughs> my mom. Uh, my mom. Their mom uh, starts the water, and so what do I do? I go in there while they're getting ready, and they're not in the room yet. And I go. Ju- I stand in the tub in the water and pull the curtain just enough where they can't oh. see me when they come in. <laughs> and my son comes in. And he's looking, and he sees the curtain. He peeks around. And he sees me, and he jumps back. And then, <laughs> you didn't even have to say anything. I, didn't, I don't say nothing, man. I just stand there, and he's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you <can't." laughs> so, and then my daughter comes in. She sees he's talking to somebody in the shower. That freaks her out. She's like, "Daddy!" <laughs> she won't. She won't even come in the room. Daddy! Until until hey, I uh, you know announce myself. So, <laughs> dude. I, I got a I got a story. This is a little bit older, but it, being scared and all that stuff is, is reminded me of this. Yeah. Okay. Can I? Is it now a good time to interject? Absolutely. I'm gonna take a, <laughs> I'm gonna take a quick nap. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. Years ago, when I was um, working for the church, I um, was brand new. I was interning at this church, and it was um, my first 
I was for my first job. I just graduated from college and I was very green, didn't know anything to do. I had a background in drama though, and um, the church knew that. And so they said, hey, we want you to help us with our, our Halloween production. Mm. And I was like, Halloween production? You know, I hadn't heard of, heard of that at all. I mean, this is kind of before Hell House and all those Christian yeah. haunted houses and stuff. So they said, yeah, we, there's, this, um, there's, this, there's this church up in Stockbridge or somewhere that does this thing called the, the Terror Trail or, or, or something. But it's basically a we're going to scare you out of hell kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Not, it, you know, it takes you through Judgment Journey. That was what it's called okay. for all you Georgia folks. Um, and so, and so they said, we want to do that here. And so I had never seen theirs. They just kind of told me about it. And, and they had people that were putting it together. And, and so basically what they did is they, they took this, this trail that we had through the woods in our, in our, near, near the church. And um, they set up these different scenes of, you know, judgment and, and stuff. And so, you know, I was, I was pretty proud of the special effects that I've put into it. We had a fog machine and we, and I, and I made a cooler box for it to keep the fog on the ground. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the, the, the October air, it just, it just hovered across the ground, made the scene look awesome. And, um, and it was just, you know, great special effects in my own opinion. We did have some really cheesy, corny stuff and, and, you know, churches do that sometimes. Yeah. Um, Against my my better judgment, but anyways, I I got to be like the trail guy that took these different groups of people through the trail, mm-hmm. and you know I I kind of play this crypt keeper kind of role because in the very end I turned into turned out to be the devil Ooh. and I dragged people off to hell. And it was so awesome. But we had this one scene. It was a car accident scene. And and um, we had a guy that had done a really good job rigging up lights throughout the woods. It was really cool. I'm sorry if I'm boring you. No, no, I'm just sleepy. Go for it. You're doing great. Okay. So we have this scene. It's a car accident scene. They actually wheeled a car in there and pushed it down the hill, and it actually ran into a tree. So it looked the crash looked realistic enough. That's cool. And so what happens is the scene starts. Um, you hear the the sound of the car crashing, and and then all of a sudden you're in the middle of the woods with a tree and a car, and it's crashed into it. And the guy comes f- flying out of the car, and what was supposed to have happened is, um, the person who is driving the car was taken up in the rapture, mm. so to speak. For those of you who don't know what the rapture is, just look it up. I think they know. It's already happened okay. a couple times. Yeah, exactly. That's right. I forgot about that. So what happens in this scene is this guy is in the passenger side, sound effects go off, car crashes, lights are about to go up. You hear the door fly open, and this guy comes rolling out across the grass, and the lights go up, and as the lights go up, he's starting to stand up, and he... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I he'd love it. He either farted or he didn't have pants on, one of the two. <laughs> I'm just taking a wild guess. This dude, he, <laughs> I'm sorry, he totally did. He let the huge fart out. Oh my. How did I know? How did I know? <laughs> he did. He let this huge, I mean, it was so awesome. <laughs> People in the crowd, their hair was blowing back and everything. They were asking, this- Jesus, save us. <laughs> we don't even have to take the rest of the tour. <laughs> Come into my heart now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, there's a the bad thing, okay? 
it was a serious scene. And so <laughs> everybody heard it. Uh, and there's a crowd of maybe maybe 10 people. The pastor is one of the people in the crowd. <laughs> and I'm trying to compose myself. I have a microphone. I'm, I'm mic'd. So if I let out the slightest giggle, uh, the whole scene is going to be ruined. So I turn my mic off and I'm just kind of... <laughs> And I look over, and I was good. I was composed. I look over, and the pastor and his wife are there, and she's got her face buried in his arm. <laughs> she's laughing so hard, and he's got this smirk on his face like he wants to laugh, but he knows there's other people who doesn't want to ruin the scene too. So, oh, so I try and get all the little giggles out that I can, and then just before the, the, my mic turns back on to where I've got to deliver some lines, I'm able to compose myself for just long enough. So let me ask you, was that the rapture? I mean, I hear a trumpet <laughs> supposed to blast. <laughs> so was that, was that one of the special effects? Is what it, I'm wondering. it was a real blast. <laughs> I'm just hoping that, you know, if there is a trumpet that blows before the, 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 uh, the happening, that it's not that kind of trumpet because <laughs> I'll be laughing all the way and I might get left behind. Yeah. <laughs> we can't take him. He laughs at farts. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm immature. No, it's it's one of your it's one of your characteristics. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, yep. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gabriel's trumpet. They said you know you'll be gone in a twinkling of an eye. Maybe your eyes are watering. <laughs> As you're as you're going up, that's where the twinkle twinkling comes from. of an eye, not a stinkling. Stinkling. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. One of the other things I got to do is I worked with other people while I was doing this Odyssey thing, and I had people coming in. Um, you know, over sixty volunteers. There were actors. There were builders. There were decorators. And and there was this one group of ladies, uh, mostly from the same family, and they they were all together working on heaven. And uh, that was our big finale at the mm-hmm. end, full of angels dumping candy on kids, you know, just pure, <laughs> pure brainwashing material. But uh, heaven is good. Um, so, it which it be. is, which it is. Uh, but anyway, they were decorating this thing, and there was all this white gossamer hanging from the ceiling. And gossamer is, it's like tool if you're a, if you're a wedding mm-hmm. person, but it's thinner. It's like, it's like the, uh, it's it's the. I'm trying to think. It is the. It's just. It's you. You order it from prom supply houses. You know, it's just stuff that. So it's like a white. It's like a real fine white mesh net. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And totally, yeah. totally spent too much time on it. But that's that's what it is. But the point is, um, you can see through it until you get about two layers of it, and then it's literally like standing in a fog where you can see through close to you, but not so far, so, so much further away. And um, there would be people – what we did is we took this room and kind of turned it into a loose maze where it just kind of wound back and forth to, to break up the room a little bit, give give kids something to – you know, a candy maze type experience. We hung all these icicle lights everywhere. We had all this white gossamer. It was just – it was awesome. And uh, But what, what it did is it afforded me the opportunity as we were weaving around in this place, setting stuff up, tying things off, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, I, I had a lot of opportunities to scare the crap out of people. <laughs> and I've learned how to do it as a pastor and not get in trouble for it. And all you got to do, all you got to do is act like it was an accident. <laughs> because like, I, yeah, 
<laughs> Please I, tell me. Okay. Well, like like with my it. kids, you know, I knew I was in the bathtub. I knew I was in there and that it was going to scare them. Um, all I had to do was stand there and wait, right? Well, if I'm if, in the bathtub. Well, no, we were in the bathtub here. But if I'm if I see somebody and um and they're about to come through the door that I'm about to stand at, all I have to do is stand there, and as they open the door, I I act like I'm coming in. <laughs> and maybe I'm making a weird noise. Maybe I don't know anybody's on the other side of the door, and I'm just going. I'm in mid yawn. Oh, yeah, and if it sounds like a monster, so <laughs> yeah, my tummy hurts. Um, so as they're opening the door, and I, I suddenly <clears throat> spring into action, and I help, you know, but I don't push the door, so they don't know that there's somebody there. And if I just <laughs> say, "Oh, hey," <laughs> and they they freak out, and, and you know, their hands are waving in front of their heads, slapping themselves with their fingertips in the face. Um, oh my gosh, you scared me so bad. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I am so, are you easily startled? Cause I, I, used to don't have <laughs> I didn't know. I'm so people. sorry. Or with the gossamer, my point was that, you know, somebody would be standing on one side of it and I'd be coming around the other side and, um, and I, the, I would just stand there. I just stop and I knew they weren't there and they would focus through the gossamer and see me. And about the moment that they saw me, then I'd be like, do you have the stapler? <laughs> That's all you'd have to say. And they go, and they freak out, and then they're looking for the stapler. Because yes. you're a pastor, surely you would never, ever try to scare them on purpose. So I hope none of them listen to this show. Um, I, I think one of them does, one of the men in the family does. So please don't tell all of the ladies in your in your family that I, I was doing all those startles on purpose. Because um, there's too many to mention on the show. Uh, too many I'm that I've forgotten. One day, but uh, I'm gonna let the cats all out of the bag. Don't you do all it! Of them. Don't you do it! Well, that's like the other day. Um, I heard some people complaining about our check-in system because we have the kids come in, we photograph them, we take fingerprints of the parents. You know, it's this big thing. It doesn't take but five minutes to do a f- whole family, and it and you only have to do it the first time. After that, parents put the fingerprint on the on the thing. It prints out the badges, and then you're checked in for the day. Uh, but the first time, yeah, it's a little bit of a pain in the butt. And I heard somebody say, you know, gosh, we gotta, we gotta give our, our right arm to drop our kids off. And, and, uh, <laughs> it's not like they're going to get lost. And I come around the corner and I'm said, oh yes, they will. I said, we hide your children like Easter eggs and you have to find them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the new slogan for our church is we hide your children like Easter eggs. Um, we hide your children like Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So. Oh, speaking of candy. Mm. Okay, I'm going to inject another story if that's okay it. by you. Like I said, this was my first year being, you know, a parent that takes children around to get candy for Halloween. I, I had not done that, so I didn't really know the protocol. I mean, I know you ring the doorbell and you say trick or treat. That part was easy. I remembered that. Yeah. Uh, and and you've what... been the creepy guy on the block asking to take other people's kids around for. <laughs> But this is hey. the first time of being legitimate. I understand. <laughs> Stop, man. That's not true. You're going to start rumors again. <laughs> I was not in jail. Um, the, uh, so I didn't know the time. I didn't know, you know what time you take the kids out. I mean, do you start when it's a little bit light? Because, you know, I don't want my kids getting run over. Right. Or you go a little bit later when it's, it's almost dark. So I waited till I saw a couple other trick-or-treaters out, and I said, now's a good time to go. So I took them down, and we started going. And we went to this one house, and, and I guess the, the people had just gotten in because they were like – they were 
they like went in the house and then the kids knocked on the door and did the trick or treat thing. And so they, they came to the door and they were scrambling together. And I saw the guy, um, the husband was leaning over and, and he had a bag of candy and he was dumping it into the kids' bags. And I was like, man, this guy is being generous. <laughs> I mean, he's just dumping candy into both of the kids' bags. And I'm like, that's awesome. We're not, you know, I'm not going to have to buy candy for another yeah. month. <laughs> yeah. It's like, let's go back home, kids. This guy's filled you up. But no, we, we did continue on because, you know, I'm a greedy guy like that. Yep, yep. But um, so we get back to the to the house and we're looking through the loot and the boys uh, dump their bags of candy out onto the table. And I noticed there's like candy corn just running all over the place, you know. It's just like <laughs> all over the place. And I'm like, what in the world? I thought, well, okay, maybe one of those little bags of candy corn is broke over. No, <laughs> that guy that was dumping oh. the candy corns. Skype it out. So anyway, the candy corn was from the dude. Is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I knew, I knew it was good because I tasted it. And it wasn't poison, but I still didn't let so them eat this it. dad didn't know the rules about individually wrapped candies and stuff. It, it was perfect because, you know, um, I didn't know the rules of trick-or-treating. And so it worked out between the both of us. Yeah. The rules of trick-or-treating are... You 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 talk your sister into hiding in a closet and you dress up E.T. as her and then you sneak <laughs> out. That was pretty much the only thing I had to look at for trick-or-treating when I was a kid was what they had mm. done there. Uh, and you bring a um, – oh, but, no. but trick-or-treating, there's this magical time between sunup and sundown where the little kids go to do their thing. And it, it, it starts with little kids in cute costumes and it ends when you see the first idiot middle schooler – with just mascara <laughs> straight down their face and a and a dang uh, uh, pillowcase. That's that's it. Oh yeah, yeah. Fill it up, Mister. Yeah, I'm emo. Yeah. Oh, you mean emo from Sesame Street? No, man. I'm emo from. I'm just emotional. Yeah. I don't know what that means, man. Sorry. Sorry. No costume, no candy. That's my rule. Um, and then they go and cry. Yeah, they do. It's emotional. For them, hey, we're, let's do some uh, emails and emails. We haven't done those for a while, and I've got lots hey. of Google Voice to play. So let's do it. Uh, this one's a quick one, seven seconds. Congratulations, Enocast.com is the first podcast site to be banned on my school district. All right, so Enocast.com <laughs> is banned in his school district. I wish we knew which one. Our, oh man, our goal is to be banned in every school district. That way, you fools can't listen to us while you're at school. You're supposed to be wow. learning. Anyway. That's it, and I agree. So you know, I congratulate us for being banned. Yep. Because it's your fault. Yep. But at the same time, um, I'd love to know the school district so I can congratulate them. Yeah, I just call them up and say, "Hey, I'm a representative of NL Cast, and uh, I'd just like you to know that Thrifty Five Seven Nine is in uh, calculus right now, pre-calculus, and he's studying harder now because he can't access our website." I'd, I'd also like to know why we were banned because there's nothing on our on our website that's scary or bad except for that picture mm. of John as a bat. <laughs> that's um. funny. Anyway, this is Dr. Louie. Listen Get to a it. Good likeness. Hey, James and John. This is Dan, a.k.a. Dr. Louie. Um, got a story about my stepson, which is where I've been getting most of my material when I send in stories lately. Uh, he's been going through a phase where he enjoys giving purple nurples. Um, I don't know if you guys know what that is, but uh, Urban Dictionary defines it as the unexpected squeezing and twisting of the nipple on a friend results in your nipple turning purple. Mm. Mm. purple. 
anyway, mm-hmm. um, we quickly broke him of this habit, <laughs> fortunately. And uh, but one day, our cat—we have this big thirty-five-pound black cat. He was uh, lying on his back the one day, and my stepson takes notice of something. He comes over to me oh, and he no. says, "I can give Mister Bear six purple nipples." <laughs> And uh, I just, just <laughs> broke out Bear. laughing, me and my wife, and uh, <laughs> one of the many funny things he says. But uh, thanks, guys. Uh, hope this makes it on the show. And oh, it did. And I, I would like to add that uh, Dr. Louie here or whatever, he, he included a photo. He sent a photo. And I wish I could share it over an audio podcast, but I just can't. But it's the fattest black cat you've ever seen with the most <laughs> obvious white pricks of, of flesh in, you know, in that particular six point pattern, uh, across the <laughs> belly. And, um, so yeah, I, I'm glad that it, I, here's my challenge to, to his son up there in Pennsylvania. Go ahead and try to give Mr. Bear six purple nipples. <laughs> Yay. Even try to give him one. <laughs> yeah. Cats are not going to sit there and put up with that. So. Anyway, hey, uh, let's see. Drew from West Side of Mars. Let's see what he's got hey, to say. Hey, James and John, this is Drew. I know this is a couple of years late, but I have right. a bike story for you guys. Dang. Um, it's like three well, years late. Has a, well, I guess I still live in the house, so has it right now. Uh, there's a pool that's, that's uh, it's a neighborhood pool literally right up the street from our house. So a majority of the time, we would all, me, and my younger and older siblings would ride our bikes up to the pool and swim and then come back. And sometimes we'd uh, ride on the sidewalk, sometimes we'd ride on the road. Mm. really just depended on if our parents were watching or not. <laughs> but one time our parents <laughs> were watching, so we had to ride on the sidewalk. And the, our neighborhood has these little, like, trees in between, like, the sidewalk and the road. They're called bushes. About every little 20 trees. feet. Yeah, a little So uh, we were riding, and my sister, I want to say she was like eight at the time, um, was like right in front of me, and she hit, and she like hit the little, uh, I guess a, a hill leading to the tree, and she did a flip, and it was in slow motion. I saw it, and I was freaking <laughs> out. I was freaking out oh. so much so that I fell off of the sidewalk and crashed a little bit myself, but that didn't matter, and she landed right on her back, and it... I imagine mm. her like crap. She was she was really crying really loud, and um, her bike was wrecked. And I'm pretty sure there's still a mark on the tree, but it's raining, oh. so I'm not gonna go check. Oh, uh, <laughs> he's gonna go check. Uh, call later. Bye. Okay, Drew, you gotta be <laughs> thorough. I expect you to go out there and check next time. Okay, Dagom, you're gonna you're gonna include details like we ride on the sidewalk and ride on the street. But you're going to leave out if there's a mark on the tree. I'm upset. I'm upset, Drew. Drew. Drew from the West Side of Mars podcast reminds me of of um, Chris Farley. You remember the Chris Farley show from Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Where he would interview these people and then he'd just get nervous and then he'd say, um, have you ever seen The Terminator? Because that was an awesome movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's Drew right there. Yeah. That's, that's, his, that's his thing. Well, thanks, Drew, for calling in. This one's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> It's from Atlanta. Hello, my name is Josiah. I'm 13, and I just want to tell you that I love Nobody's Listening and all other uh, and all cast podcasts. You guys are great at what you do, and I appreciate the clean comedy. Yay! You know, just keep doing what you've been doing for the past 179 episodes. Oh, and it's an old. It's great. So you know, I just thought I'd tell you that Nobody's Listening 
is my favorite podcast. Yay! And I will be with you in your countdown to 200 episodes. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Bye. Yeah, which we are in the midst of. So thanks for that, Josiah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Let's read a couple of emails, and then we got to do our recap song because we're we're running late. We're already we're already where we're not supposed to be time wise. So uh, <gasps> my fault. No, no, no. It's it is. Yes. No, it's okay. Not. Fine. Forget it. It's not. Here we go. Baby puke. Hey, I was listening to the story of buttermilk in Walmart, and it reminded me of a baby story. I go home with three boys, ages four, six, five. Months once a week, so I was in the ba- I was holding the baby. It started crying, couldn't stop it. So I threw it out the window. No, I <laughs> t- brought it to the kitchen to his mum. This is a, a girl from uh, from uh, uh, Australia. So mum is mom. the word. Uh, he was mom. on one of my hips, and and just as I get to the tiles, he starts crying. Yay! Or he stops crying. Yay! Then all of a sudden his bottom lip starts to quiver. Boo! And he pukes, baby puke, all down my shirt and on the floor. It was so stinky. Uh, That's all. And I'm sorry for the puke. You just puked on your mic. No, wasn't that gross? An Australian listener. And uh, yes, I am in high school. So I just wanted to say, you know, McGinnis, if if you continue um, the way you're going and you get married and have kids, um, this is just a precursor. You will have baby, baby puke on you again in the future. I have been baffed upon. Now, it's not it's not often that I read two from the same person, but being that she's from Australia, she has words that I'm not familiar with, you know, so I wanted to read it. Um, Poochie? Huh? Poochie? No, no. This one's... Uh, That's old Tom. Never mind. The year 12s at school have a muck-up day where they muck up. Hence the muck name. Up? Yeah. I guess it's it's like a prank day, maybe? So it's like the seniors in, in high school yeah, the, the, have the, a the year 12 day. Yeah. The year 12s. But the dumb people started a month early and took it too far. Trouble is they <laughs> haven't had their exams yet. Anyway, <laughs> when I got to school yesterday, one tree had been toilet papered. There was a bench half buried in the middle of the oval. I don't know what the oval is, but maybe that's like the... The, it's like the quad. Yeah, the quad. Except there's oval over there. And there were tables yeah. and chairs bolted to the roof of the sports Ooh. block. Sports block. Must be the gym, maybe? Maybe the gym. Mm. In assembly, the deputy was talking. Maybe that's the principal? The auditorium uh, with the pr- principal, yeah. yeah. Yes. And suddenly the song, I'm Sexy, and I know it, started playing really loud over the speakers. <laughs> All the teachers. Which is a Justin Bieber song, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. All the teachers basically just stood still. And then seven 12-year-old – then seven year 12 boys ran through in Speedos, undies, Ooh. with masks around their faces, all still good. Then one of them lights an orange smoke flare. The other one goes oh. off two rows in front of me, and the room fills with orange smoke. At this time, after doing uh, the lap of the hall, um, the seven swift, swiftly exit – and there were also big sparks and sounds like gunshots. Anywho, everyone but the year 12s were evacuated, quote unquote. We were told to go to the Oval. But as we go, we see the seven rapidly fleeing the vicinity. One more, <laughs> one morning on the way. Or one mooning on the way. Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah. So we go to class about 10 minutes later. Assembly canceled. <laughs> and here's a list of the mistakes these people made. Apparently, many people were hospitalized for asthma. Um, gunshot type sounds attracted the police's attention, 
one of the streakers ran into South Bank, where the queen was being guarded by federal police, and they were swiftly no. tackled by feds with sniper rifles. Stupid people. <laughs> the floor in the hall had just been replaced <laughs> for the holidays and will now cost the school about 15 grand. The school oh. can also has the option of pressing charges for terrorism against the seven year 12 oh, kids. Man. Wednesday, the boys muck up. Thursday, the girls. So we don't know what the girls will do. Maybe we'll get that on a future show. But oh, you, you Australian kids awesome. need to chill and just listen to podcasts at school like the American kids do. Yeah, and then get your <laughs> podcast banned from the school district. You know, uh, I have a, a, a suspicion that the, the guy that called that in is a homeschooler. And so by our show being banned in his school district means, oh. you know, he can't be listening to us in his house. That's true. That's true. I'm going to hope that. It's a quality. Hey, James, John, um, and Trevor, if this story gets sent back in time, <laughs> this is my first submission to your show, but certainly not the last. I'm 12. However, this story happened to me at age 14. No, at age four. I was being driven to my preschool by my friend's mom. Her and her son and I were on our way, and she decided she had time for a car wash. This is a great story. She went through... And being four, I loved it. On the way out, she was informed by the fellow behind her that part of the car had fallen off. (laughs) A minor part, but still a part. Uh, So she parked the car and got out and walked back in the little car wash. Little did she know that the fellow behind had already inserted his money. So when she was about halfway in the car wash, the water and the soap was triggered and started (laughs) drenching her. (laughs) trying to wash her. She knew if she headed back the way she came, she would trigger the hot wax. <laughs> so Ooh. she unfortunately had to run out past the car through the soap, water and the brushes out the way of the front. <laughs> we were unaware the whole time. Keep up the good work and don't get kicked in the junk. I got kicked in the junk. Yeah. <laughs> that was from Elijah. So thank you, Elijah. That's awesome. Dude, I, I would have loved to have seen that happen. Could you that would have been so funny. <laughs> Because you try to run, and there's nowhere to go. Because, you know, once that water hits you, like, you're going to get into panic mode, and you're just going to, like, freeze for a second. It's not even the water. You're getting hit with multicolored foam, you know? <laughs> there's a spinning brush coming at you. I always imagine those things would hurt, you know? It's like getting slapped with towels over and over by a million year 12s. So. <laughs> Moaning on the way out. Moaning. Moaning. All right, it's time for uh, for us to do what we do best, and that is close out the show with a little something we like to call the recap song. So, uh, John, feed me those lines, and uh, we'll do our best to make it enjoyable for you. It's going to have okay. to be quick, though. We're late. I'm going to have to apologize Ooh. to everybody that sent in stuff right away while, while James is tuning. Um, I, I don't have my notes open like I usually would, and so because of computer crash. Okay. It, it may be stuff that we just talked about. That's all right. It I needs probably. to be quick anyway. Okay. I want to hear about zombies scaring people who think they're in love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> my, my dumb one. Okay. Yep. Yep. You're right. dumb boy. Well, I had been talking to Jesus, and he gave me a man, and we were practicing late at night. And as we were worshiping our little hearts out, something tried to climb inside our room. 
inside where we were Started talking to Jesus again Because nobody was moving Especially not the guy I hoped would be my own So I grabbed a chair and I took that zombie on (laughs) Zombie from Jesus Thank you for changing my life Oh, zombie from Jesus You kept me from becoming his wife (laughs) Oh, oh. Oh, that's too good. All right, John. (laughs) I want to hear another verse of that. And I picked up a chair. And I walked toward the door. I was looking over my shoulder at the man I thought was bolder, but he... Kept his hands on the keyboard And as that door flew open And I tensed for a final swing It turned out that it was just Pastor James And he was grinning Grinning Coming around Oh, zombie from Jesus You helped me not to do things wrong This time around He was wimpy and it was true I'm glad I didn't give my heart to you Thank you for sending that zombie Jesus, thank you, yeah. Thank you for sending your zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, zombie from Jesus. Everybody, thank you for coming around. Whoa, zombie, zombie from Jesus. Oh, thank you for making that sound. Mm. I, you know, <laughs> I don't think we need to change anything or add anything. That that is a keeper. You will be seeing that on oh iTunes. Oh my next gosh! I'm getting lightheaded. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Rumi can cover that one, dude. That would be so great to have them do it right. <laughs> Oh man, zombie from Jesus. I gotta say, I I hate. I feel like I'm a third person here, so please don't take this as as uh, as like I'm prideful. But that's my favorite one since booking my butt. <laughs> Sometimes I just I'm, I sit back and I'm like, that is coming out of my mouth right now. So I was just as amazed as you. All right, it is time for us to get out of here. Oh my goodness. Uh, I usually have music that doesn't sing. Hold on. 
just as professional. Anyway, uh, let's see here. It's time for us to go. John, thank you again for another great show. Appreciate it, man. You're awesome. And uh, you can check out the podcast, podcast.nlcast.com. You can email us, james at nlcast.com. Call us if you want to, 295-NLCast. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, slash NLCast for both of those, or follow John at jsteinclobber.com and uh, Twitter and all that good stuff. Join us for a live show every Tuesday night, 930. And join us for QOG on Thursdays. Leave an iTunes review if that's how you found us, and check out all of the great podcasts, including the Sticker Cast, Secret Cast for Young Husbands, and all that good stuff over there at InnoCast.com. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Rob Gobers for this awesome theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record, our contributors, our sponsors, and everyone who listens. We appreciate you so much. And remember, when you tell a funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. We'll see you guys next week. Zombie from Jesus. Uh, Thank you uh. for coming around. <laughs> Zombie from Jesus. Yeah. Whoa, it mm. fits with the theme song. I know it's scary. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.